0: I want to start with a question. When was the last time you told someone close to you or more importantly, someone not close to you that you were proud of them? When was the last time you said congratulations for something other than a graduation or a promotion? When was the last time you bought something from that friend that owns that business or reposted, retweeted, or helped promote someone else's work or business that you actually know? Recently, I traveled to the island of Nevis for a short vacation, and on one particular day, I was taken on a beautiful island tour. Some quick facts about Nevis. It's a population of 12,000 people. It's the birthplace of Alexander Hamilton, and it has the highest literacy rate in the Western Hemisphere at 98%, and one of the oldest churches in the Caribbean, founded in 1643. Between learning random facts about the island, I would chat with our tour guide, Hillary. She was dope. She laughed deeply. She laughed often. She told us stories about her life and her husband and the people of Nevis and why she would never leave. She was a beautiful soul. I asked Hillary my usual questions about life, love and everything in between, really wanting to see the island through her eyes. And at one point when I asked her about the luxury estates that we were touring and the businesses that we were visiting, Hillary stopped for a second. And in one of her more somber moments, flatly stated that not one was owned by a She said, it's like we don't want to support our own sometimes. We don't want to make each other rich. And there it was. On this tropical island, a land so beautiful, it's almost hard to put into words. It was that familiar and common theme that I've seen in almost every place I visited it's that crab in the barrel ideology that stark and frightening realization that julius caesar had with brutus that g money had with nino brown that mitch had with rico that raheem had with bishop that more often than not it's not the strangers or acquaintances on the periphery of your circle that do you in the truth is it be your own people your closest people your right hand mans that be feeling some type of way And sometimes are subtly rooting for your own downfall, or at least not willing to land a hand to prevent it. I I think that it's important to be clear that there's levels to this, right? Everyone isn't trying to stick a knife in your back or looking to shoot you in a dark alley. In today's age of communication, with social media and chat messages running rampant, many times feelings manifest themselves by what people don't do, by the love they don't show by the effort they don't make. And what can be even harder to realize sometimes is that the love that is shown on some of these platforms is really just a false substitute for the real world support that's actually necessary. And here's the thing, just real talk, you shouldn't give a fuck. If you started a business, a project, a hustle, a side gig, a lemonade stand, and you think your success or failure hinges on the support of your friends, then you might as well quit now. It's better to have 1,000 true fans than 1 million fake ones. And so there's a saying that I've recently adopted, and it says, your family won't call you doctor. Meaning that you could go through everything that it takes to be a doctor, years of education, Long days and longer nights in the classroom, memorizing anatomy and biology and chemistry, passing boards and residency and your family probably will rarely, if ever, refer to you as a doctor. So and so. Because for them, that's not how they see you. Yeah, they'll congratulate you and they'll be proud of you on your graduation day. But on a day to day basis, it will be the stranger on the street or at work that will refer to you with your proper title, before your cousin, or your best friend, or hell, even your parents. That's what it is. That's fine. That's how it is, and that's probably how it's going to stay. But I want to take one more second and ask you another question. What are you doing to change that? Are you a quiet hater? I think even the most evolved of us have moments of petty. On our best days, hopefully we understand that there is a space big enough for all of us to win. And on our worst days, I hope that we're honest with the fact that it probably takes a little bit of effort for some of us to quiet that voice that softly asks, why them and not me? There are a few questions that waste more time and more energy than why them and not me. I'll be honest. This isn't an internal thought process that I deal with often, if ever. And it's not because I'm some saint. Lord knows I'm not. I'm far from it. But I do thank the gods that I had a mother that from an early point in my life drilled into me that what is for me is for me. What's for you is for you. And not a single person can take that from you. So when I see people winning, regardless of whether I know them or not, whether I like them or not, It makes me feel good to give them props, to let them know that I see the work and I respect the work. So I I think my point is simple. Don't be a fucking hater. The same energy that you use to offer props to strangers and to celebrities and people you don't know on Instagram and Facebook, keep that same energy and pass it to those closest to you, to those doing the things that you wish you could, but aren't brave enough to attempt yet. Their attempts are not denials of you and your dreams. They're affirmations that you are capable of infinite possibilities. If you tell your little hater to shut the fuck up and get to work. Thank you for listening to episode four of the Unfortunately Honest Podcast. Please take a second to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Also on SoundCloud, comment, let me know what you think. Give me feedback, what you wanna hear. I appreciate all the feedback, all the love guys and all the hate until next time.